0: Well hello again and welcome in. Wherever you are today and wherever you're listening from, I'm so happy to have you over to feast upon God's word together. Get your plate ready today and take a seat. It's the 44, which is Matthew 4:4. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let's eat. I'm your host Jed Yancey from the beautiful island of Barbados. Uh, it's been a good trip. Hopefully a um, fruitful trip and the things that we talked about and discussed down here. Uh, been a good time. The water's been great. Uh, the food has been fantastic. The people are doing good and um, and I'm ready to, to get back home. <laughs> uh, it's a different kind of hot down here. I'm ready to get back and see my family, see all of you, uh, sleep in my own bed and enjoy some central AC and not sweat as much as I have been. But anyways, for today's episode, I want to follow up on last week's episode and that question, what must I do to be saved, by taking on something that came up this week while we were down here in Barbados. Uh, Much of our focus and our efforts this whole week were on evangelism, and all of it centered around the evangelistic efforts on the part of Christians uh, and how, you know, that should be a process and, and a process that is continuous and not necessarily something that stops or comes to a halt and then it picks back up through an event. And that's an important thing to talk about. So, in that, obviously, we talked a lot about works or the things that Christians should be doing and not just doing, but things we should be doing doing to evangelize and encourage and edify and all the things. And in talking about things of that nature, I think that sometimes we can fall into this trap that ultimately we start to think it is my works and it is what I do that saves me. And this is interesting because while we do need to be the kind of people that are working for the Lord, it is totally and it is completely by His grace that we are saved. But with that being the case, does that mean uh, I am totally and completely saved by His grace so I don't need to do anything? Like If that is what saves me, which is what the Bible tells us, then what is the point of doing anything? So let's talk about this for just a minute. And I'll start here because Paul writes about this in Ephesians chapter two, beginning in verse eight. And he says, for by grace, you have been saved. You hear that? And that's happened through faith, right? On our part, uh, that's the motivator. We talked a little bit about this last week. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. So we didn't do it. We can't save ourselves. That's not how it works. Verse 9, he says, Not as a result of works, so that no one may boast, but listen to this. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. That's interesting, right? So, Is it your works that have saved you? And the answer is no. In fact, no amount of works you could ever do would warrant the free uh, gift, which is the grace of God. And it's not because of my works that I have been saved. But Paul says here, we have been saved so that we can produce good works. We are created in Christ Jesus for doing nothing coming to church just to say we came. No, we are created in Christ Jesus for good works. You see, this is really cool because it it only gets better. In Titus chapter 2, again, it's not because of how great a worker I am that I'm saved or how much I've done, but check this out. Verse 11 of Titus chapter 2. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all men. There it is again. Instructing us to deny ungodliness and worldly desires and live sensibly, righteously, and godly in the present age. Looking for the blessed hope of the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from every lawless deed. Because, yeah, like, we're all sinners. But it, and it says, and to purify for himself a people for his own possession. Here it is. Listen to this. A people for his own possession, zealous for good deeds. So what word best describes your desire for good works or deeds? Is it zealous? I mean, I doubt it. Uh, that's... that's Uh, that's a big word, right? And, and so if it's not that maybe you're feeling a little down and out right now thinking, okay, I just, I I need to get out and I need to do more and more and more, but that's not the point. The point is this, and this point here is your 44 today. If you think you need to do better and you think you need to do more, and yet you feel like you also need some motivation Look no further than the grace of God. Do you see how that works? You see, when we understand who we are, what we are a part of, what we've been promised, what we've been given, this reads to me that when I understand and I comprehend that, then all I would want to do is carry out his work. You see, it's not my work, it's his work. And not only that. But the way I should feel when I understand and comprehend that is zealous to carry out his work. You see, in the old vine and branches illustration from Jesus in John 15, he says, I'm the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Like, Yes, we've been saved by the grace of God, but by His doing, we should be bearing fruit. And if not, then what? Yikes, right? Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, He takes away. But you see, the whole idea of being part of the body of Christ, being one of His, being connected to Him, is what we see next in this illustration from Jesus. Every branch that bears fruit... He prunes it so that it may bear more fruit. Go bear fruit and then go bear more fruit. You see, all he wants us to do is the work that he saved us to do. Let me say that again. All he wants us to do is the work that he saved us to do. And I'm afraid that a a good many are and do Abide in him and are attached to him and drawing food and fertilizer and nutrients from him. But the question is, what are you doing with it? Let me leave you with this in Colossians chapter 1, verses 9 through 11. Uh, What's written here is, For this reason also, since the day we heard of it, we've not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so that you will. Walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, to please Him in all respects. How? How do I walk in a manner worthy of the Lord? How do I please Him in all respects? Listen to this. Bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Have you been saved by the grace of God? If you answer yes to that, then show me your fruit. You want to walk in a manner worthy of Him, please Him in all respects. Understand that grace of God that saves, and it should move you to be zealous to get out there and to do His work and bear fruit for Him. I love you guys, and thank you so much for listening today. If you're one of those that that prayed uh, while I've been gone or checked in on Megan, which I appreciate, <laughs> um, I, I thank you so much for, for praying for uh, the work down in Barbados. Uh, again, it's going to be nice to get back to see my beautiful family and all of you, my friends and brothers and sisters in Christ and worship with you on Sunday. Thank you again for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.